Hello everybody. We're going to talk about cooking with our kids. Sharp knives <laughs> and other kitchen adventures. And these are kiddos of developmental delay, right? Kids that motor plan in a different sort of way, cut in a different sort of way. You give them a pair of scissors and you think, oh please dear God, don't cut your fingers off. <laughs> um, so uh, we've actually got about 10 different uh, uh, recipes that we've been working on. And when I say recipes, it's not um, following a, a list. We're more kind of winging it. It's like cutting things up, right? Um, vocabulary, what do you call things? Hygiene, um, getting skills, heat, um, which hand, flipping, spices stuff like that. So I, I, we've got a, a bruschetta adventure, and then we did hot dogs, asparagus, and onions. We did a kind of a homemade hamburger helper. We've done quesadillas <laughs> for mastery. <laughs> we did them two days, two different days, to see how much he would remember. <laughs> we cut up a cabbage. Oh, dear God, we spent three hours cutting up a big bucket of cabbage. <laughs> Um, sourdough pancakes, we made tacos, and then we figured out how to wallow a watermelon into um, bite-sized pieces. So that's just a quick overview. There's a lot of uh, pictures in the slideshow. If you look at my Facebook and the hashtag is Cooking with John, there's uh, all the videos and the, the timeline and descriptions there, uh, and uh, um, to a lesser degree at Instagram. The, but the purpose of tonight is to just kind of go through the, the big picture of wh wh why we did it. What I suggest to you all is you explore with your kid, kids, because, you know, someday you're not going to be there to mop up after them, right? And so peanut butter sandwich only goes so far. And um, so one of the first things we did <laughs> was um, learn to wash hands, right? And... When I would videotape each of these kitchen adventures, I would—I I, promised that I would never make it look better than it was. So you'll see John with his little stems and his poutiness, and sometimes he's flopped on the floor. <laughs> or I have to have him come back. And it's, it's real. I'll stop recording, but I don't edit it, okay? Because sometimes I'm repositioning. Um, and I'm trying to make him go get all the pots and the pans and get the spices and get the stuff out of the fridge and turn on the turn on the burner um, burn himself. I mean, that was that was a very sad thing, but um, <laughs> he's sure paying attention now and he gets left hand right hand mixed up sometimes. So I think it's a good uh, a good prep for you to know which hand is most dominant for your child. If they're ambidextrous, that's OK. If they decide they want to tear up the spices instead of dicing and slicing, that's okay. Um, he actually tried to tear apart <laughs> most of a head of red cabbage of, with his fingers. <laughs> and I let him. It's okay. The whole point was just to eventually get it in the bucket. <laughs> so um, anyway, back to the bruschetta. So uh, we... Um, uh, worked on the, the hand washing and the colander and uh, what's the spices called and washing the, the, the tomatoes and letting them drain and then starting. And so a cutting was a thing, all right? So I know some people use scissors when they cut up spices and even cut up food. 
Well, I started with a table knife with John and every, because it was safe, right? I mean, in OT, we use it to cut noodles, right? Like swimming pool noodles. But no, this is real fruits, real vegetables. And I try to minimize my prompts. So basically you just, I might tell him a little tiny bit ahead of time or nothing ahead of time and let him just kind of figure out as we go, as he goes. So it's not pretty. And there's a lot of huffing and puffing. <laughs> so if you're okay with with that, then then great. I'm not trying to be perfect. We're not trying to be perfect here. We're just trying to be realistic. Okay. So anyway, we uh, he wallowed the tomatoes into enough, uh, small enough pieces. They're Roma tomatoes. And there's pictures there of him with the cutting board, rinsing it off. And then with the, the basil and learning how to salt the things, learning, learning how to stir. So I would also recommend start with a bigger pot or bowl than you think you're going to need and a bigger utensil than you think you're going to need. So give them lots of elbow room. You know, um, uh, the flipper, uh, I started off, we started off in a smaller, so now let's move on to quesadillas. So we started with a relatively small skillet and small tortillas. Then the next day we did it, we used larger tortillas and we went to a bigger skillet. And so the spatula was fairly large size. And it's much like what we did with pancakes is that he's, there's really no way you learn about flipping other than just try, right? And I would draw an analogy for him. So after we did the second time of quesadillas, there was a maybe a couple of weeks where we didn't do a cooking with John episode. And then we decided we were going to do pancakes. And I said sourdough because I have an excess of sourdough starter that I'm trying not to let die in the fridge. So we kind of cheated on a Bisquick kind of a recipe. And uh, so that was more mixing than measuring. So we haven't really done a lot of measuring um, but he's pretty good at knowing when to stop with the soap, the, the detergent and doing his laundry. So, I mean, I think that kind of counts. <laughs> so this pouring stuff, right? And then knowing when to quit. So his motor plan, it's executive functioning, his midline crossover. So it's kind of like, I'm hoping it's, it's more fun than OT is. And he's now getting into this lights, camera, action stuff and, and hamming to the camera. And we're practicing on plating it and then making a plate for mom and then sitting down and taking a bite of it, just like they do at the shows. So I think what we need to do now is let him watch a few cooking shows because we haven't done that yet. I didn't want to give him a, a bias. I didn't want to give him a preconceived notion. All he's seen really is maybe friends or, or me cook. Because typically how we would do this is that he would bring a book to the kitchen and read to me while I cooked. We're trying to have our meals with uh, no devices. And um, now that because of COVID, now that nobody's going to rest, well, we're just not going to restaurants like we were. So um, the kitchen is a socializing place. And depending on who else we have in the house, for whatever reason, then um, we can make it more community. But if it at a bare minimum, is just John and mom. That's okay. So I'll give him, <laughs> now Now I ask him, uh, so I'm afraid I'm preparing this, setting the stage, right? So I'll say, oh, wait, do you want to do this or that? So it's a little bit of ABA in there. But uh, so he knows ahead of time what meal we're going to do. And um, then, uh, oh, dear God, we had one with the uh, mac and cheese and taco meat leftover. So two leftovers and we were going to make hamburger helper out of it. <laughs> And getting the whole idea of gravity down, um, he had a, a, 
kind of a plastic container of the mac and cheese and he didn't get it in the skillet. He got it on the top of the stove. So I tried to, you know, five second rule, get it in the skillet and then come back with the camera. So there's some start and stop choppy stuff, but you definitely, you, you get the impression that the kid's learning how to do it and it's okay that we make a big fat mess. So use a bigger pot than you think you need or a bigger skillet. Get a big enough utensil. Use the real word, right? So we're practicing colander, griddle, skillet, um, pot, uh, whatever the right word is. So one of my dear friends, Edith, bless her heart, saw us struggling with not the sharp knives, even when we did watermelon, not the sharp knives, because, oh, dear God, you know, um, so using a table knife. So then the next thing we know, we get a package in the mail and it's these super duper slick um, kid cooking knives that are plastic. It's a, it's cut above. You get much better leverage than you would with a table knife, but it's not like cut your finger off kind of a thing. So they're awesome. We come in three different sizes and uh, I've got a picture of it here. I'll put in the notes. So it's really been superb, and they would be able to cut the skin of the tomato. It's going to have enough of a jaggedy edge, right? Uh, so that you, but you're not going to be letting your kid cut their fingers off. So totally um, has revolutionized our cutting, and a cutting board. And he's learning how to clean it off. If he goes out for some reason to pet the dog or some kind of a stall, he has to come back and wash his hands. If he takes something out to the Whenever he goes out and he comes in, he's now starting to go automatically to the soap and the and the sink. Hey, hey, that's great. So really spread your kid with these things, right? So there's the ingredients and you might, it doesn't need to look perfect. It just needs to be something they can eat. And I'm also trying to use as close to the garden as possible, right? The fewest number of processed foods. So cutting up something colorful, uh, we try to eat... Um, as, as healthy as possible following nutritional balancing, which is really more cooked vegetables, but some of these things have been um, like tomatoes, right? Raw tomatoes. When we made bruschetta, it was great. He never ate any of it much, but I did. It was a feast. Let's see. Uh, we did all oh, the hot dogs and asparagus and, and uh, um, the little onions. That was kind of a hoot. Um, <laughs> cutting those up. Um, I already told you about the mac and cheese and the dumped on the top of the counter, uh, the t stove top. Oh, burning. Okay. So explain to your kids about the burners. And I used a clock symbol. So the, at rest, when the when the dials are off, we have an electric stovetop and it doesn't, it, it's a flat surface. So we got lucky there, right? And the little red light comes on when the surface is hot. So if you have a gas stove with a spider on top, a little bit more trouble, right? And food can drip down inside. Ours is not that way. So I guess, I guess you call us lucky. Um, so he did, he didn't, I uh, burned himself. I, I, now he's paying really attention. So the, the dial at rest is nine o'clock. If you want to turn it on, the lowest possible heat, the smallest possible circle, it's 7 o'clock. So I use a time re reminder to him. So he just says, okay, got to move it to 7 o'clock. So that's what he does. And then he'll lift the skillet up or the pot up and he'll wait for that red circle to heat up. And he has great respect for that. So good. I want him to have respect for that. He would season uh, the food. So a little bit of salt or adding the basil or with the quesadillas, a little bit of base seasoning on it. Um, to get the idea of the butter goes on the outside, that was a, a, a switch, right? And we haven't actually made grilled cheese yet, but, but we're flipping whenever possible. So the quesadillas we flipped, two nights of that, 
the um, uh, the hot dogs was a kind of a flip thing. The sourdough pancakes for sure, and then we put blueberries on it, and we put um, 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 chocolate chunks. And when he would dip it, um, it kind of like went all over the place. So I I tried to reduce my prompt as often as possible, let it look as much as possible like he left it. Um, I don't want him to get. I don't want him to feel like I'm clucking after him, right? Okay, so the cabbage, <laughs> that was, and there's videos of all these, so you don't need me to give you blow by blow because they're, they're there for you. Um, the red cabbage was funny because it was the biggest, uh, boringest, monotonous job, and we didn't have the fancy kid knives like we do now, so it would probably be a very different experience. And he did allow me to try to get that, that core out of the way, at least take the cabbage from a basketball shape to at least a flat on one side. So then you can put it on the cutting board and it's got some friction. So I, I recommend that. But we started with just the ball, right? <laughs> Slippery old red cabbage, a whole, whole head. And then he would see the, the cutting in half and then it would lay flat. And then we would half that again. So we tried to work with quarters. When we did the watermelon, we were over at a friend's house for July 4th, and there was a, um, a peer that was a neurotypical peer that was modeling it for us. And she was just aces with a knife and very patient. So we went through, <laughs> and you'll hear the, the backdrop. There's a lot of conversation. So that was the first time that he had a complicated thing to cut with a lot of hubbub in the background. And and peer pressure because he's everybody's looking at him walking around in the kitchen. The, the uh, Jessica, who's the the peer model, she's using a super duper fancy pants knife, and he's he knows he's got some you know baloney table knife that he's trying to cut through the rind, and he's getting nowhere with it. Um, so again, we got a we did a half cut and then a quarter cut flat uh, laid the flat side down so it's not moving around as much, but the rind still is an issue. Okay, so then they said, all right, let's try a melon baller. So we had a small one and then we went to an ice cream scooper and then we tried a, a spoon. So we went through about five or six, five, yeah, at least five different utensils trying to find some way to get the watermelon out of the rind. And uh, um, it was great. <laughs> so we, we have yet to revisit these and I'm always wondering what he'll re retain, right? Pancakes was funny. We haven't done eggs yet or grilled cheese. Those would be pretty simple. Um, as I posted in Facebook, a lot of friends were nominating dishes to try. So um, uh, that would be... Oh, and cutting fruit. I think, I think it's time now. So he has braces. And up to now, I have cut the apple in half and then cut it in four pieces around the core and got rid of the core. Got rid of half the core. And it's, it's a nice way to eat an apple, right? Because there's no seeds in the way, eat the whole thing. It works for his braces. But now that he's got these knives, I think it's time that I can cut the apple in half and then let him go from there and figure out how to work around the core. So I think we'll do that tomorrow. He has used a knife to cut the bananas into slices. So we've cooked bananas when we, when we made the, um, so we had some fried bananas on the side when we made the sourdough pancakes. I'm not sure what would be next. Oh, we fried, uh, we have, I'm sorry, sauteed um, uh, lamb, ground beef, ground lamb, when we made the tacos. So we started from the beginning, right? And we poured in, we made, we, yeah, from the beginning, like open the fridge. Oh, first, wait, wash your hands. All right, get down the, get down the pot. That's right, that's a skillet. No, no, colander. Oops, no, riddle. Uh, 
and get down the whatever he needed, get it on the, turn the burner on. And so from the beginning to the end. Now we have only done a little bit of the true end of cleanup, but we have gone to the end as far as plating and taking a bite, right? So um, <laughs> I would do with the cleaning, but by then he's so frustrated. <laughs> typically. And uh, so I'm, uh, you know, and I got to videotape this, right? Because I promised. Um, so let's see, what else have we learned the hard way? Um, repeat, right? So they have some, uh, a chance to kind of work toward mastery, but it, it was a little bit of, we call it far transfer in education where it's not exactly the same. So different size of tortillas, different size of skillet, different kind of flippers. I give him a choice of which spoon do you want to dip out the batter? Um, or which, which pot do you want to put it in? So I don't have it all set out for him. Just something to think about, okay? And then just see how it goes. Um, here's some examples that we've got for you. Um, he, he likes it, all right? And I don't know whether I'm going to compile these and make him a little YouTube thing on... Uh, uh, um, uh, a cooking class, but I will, I probably will silence the comments. We're not trying to impress anybody. The whole point of this is to show other families that your kid can do this and your kid can gain skills that would help them in their life, in their work, in their, in their apartment, to have friends, to throw parties, and that they would take satisfaction in it. But it doesn't have to be perfect, but they know how to do it. So competence, right? and practice, and fresh fruits, and vegetables, and pretty colors, and healthy eating, right? So, um, uh, and starting with basics, and even some ethnic things. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to share this with you, that the knife was, a, the, the set of knives was a really big uh, improvement. Spatulas, rubbing, uh, scraping have, has been a, uh, a challenge. Dipping, <laughs> how, how big is the spoon? How far the, is the distance? What are you trying to transport? Um, which utensil do you think you need? A and, and not giving any kind of context clues. <laughs> and, uh, oh, maybe you should try, what if you tried that? Oh yeah, okay, great, great, good idea. So in a way, tiny little prompts here and there, but maybe more of a, not a direct command, but uh, I wonder what would happen if, comment, right? So um, get yourself a, whatever the investment is for those knives. They were gifted to us by Edith. So I'm thinking maybe 10, 15 bucks. Get you a set of knives, please. And then get some big pots and then get some basic ingredients and find out what he likes what, or they, what your family likes to eat. Start from the beginning or from the end if you want, if you want to backward chain it. You know, I mean, fading your prompt is basically the same thing as backward chaining, right? So you start with, um, uh, you can start with the end or you can start with the beginning. We just kind of started at the beginning with this, so more like reverse backward chaining, <laughs> I guess. Um, I wanted him to try to figure it out. This critical problem solving and, and the motor planning uh, he's been doing a little bit of this here and there, but it's the first time that it's been like, okay, dude, it's all yours. What are you gonna do? And um, this is what this is what it looks like. This is what it's called, right? So um, it's been fun, and he enjoys it. I want to encourage you to try it with your family, and if you don't want to uh, archive it, no worries, right? 
if you just want to sit back and laugh at ours. <laughs> and, and please note the, 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 photo, the, the times when he prances off or complains or stems or squawks or flops on the floor or runs off to play with a dog and then we got to wash our hands again. So it's, it's the goal. It's the end of it all, right? It's not the fact that it, he did it perfect, which he didn't. But what matters is that eventually someday he'll be able to do it well enough when you're not there and have fun with it and to realize that it's a communal. The kitchen is probably one of the best meals rooms in the house. So the eating is the meal, but the, the, the community in the kitchen, we, we all, I grew up in a farm, in a big farm family. And so the kitchen was the place to be, you know, all the brothers, man, they were chowing. And if we delayed, then there was nothing for the girls to eat. The boys were going to take over. So, um, in fact, you did not even leave it on your plate very long. <laughs> there was going to be a big old arm reaching across the table, taking that off of your, off your hands. Yeah. So we, I grew up with a garden. I encourage you to do something like that too. Uh, so the kids can see where it comes from. In these days of COVID, if you take your kid to the grocery store or you show them a picture, let them see from the, from the dirt to the, uh, to the mouth, right? From the, the inception of it. How does it, what's it called? How does it grow? Um, we, we try to sprout seeds so he can see that. And then cook, and then cut it up. And the cutting is, is a really interesting, um, fantastic bilateral executive functioning. Cooking is chemistry, right? Cooking is going to be useful because you got to critically problem solve. you got to kind of have a timeline. Uh, you know, it's um, uh, kind of like project management. Right. So in a way, this is what it looks like when we're all done. And this, these are all these sub pieces. So critical path analysis stuff, if you want to get all foo-foo with our words here. Um, so it's I want to encourage you. Laugh at ours. Um, hashtag cooking with John. Um, we keep at it. And um, it's it's <laughs> it's always humbling. <laughs> And like it took us three minutes to get the damn knives out of the package, <laughs> but uh, but I but we persevered. I mean, he had to struggle with the, the scissors to cut the strapping off the knives, right? But but that was part of the process. You got the package, all right. Open the package. Now you got the knives. Okay. Now you got to cut the the restraining bolt, right? And then now we got to figure out which knife we're going to use. Okay. Now we start with the tomatoes, or in this case, we used it for a banana, and then. <laughs> Then he started to cut the banana inside the peel. I think it just threw him because he's never done that before. And I guess he's seen us cutting through skins of stuff. Um, but he's always just grabbed the banana, twisted it, and popped it out and ate it. So he went from never wanting a banana to loving bananas because Mr. Brooks, our black belt in, in, in martial arts, said, hey, eat a banana. And so, hey, John's been wolfing down bananas ever since. So go figure, you know. If I want him to try a new food, I'm going to get a kid to tell him to do it. Another kid. <laughs> and he'll he'll just start eating it. I've seen him put a candle open his mouth because he was at a friend's house and the kids were eating. And there's no way in the in the bloody hell he was going to do that with mom. Put a piece of candle open his mouth. So kids are amazing things. Neurotypical peer modeling is like the best ever. Okay. So um, anyway, I just wanted to share that. That... Uh, um, practice you're going to be touching on all parts of life with this it's oral motor and it's socialization and it's humor and we're using quotes from movies and laughing at each other and 
picking it up and rinsing it off and what's that called and where does it go and and um, heat and um, what's it all look like when we're done. Okay, so thank you. Um, I hope you uh, have fun with this. We have. We continue to. Uh, I'm going to, I think eventually I'll put them together in a YouTube. Um, but right now they're on Facebook, hashtag Cooking with John. Please chime in, uh, show us um, what you're doing, and uh, let your kid have fun. With these days of COVID, there's time to do this. It's going to take about three times as long as you doing it, all right? And so don't do it when your kid's, uh, excuse me, all, all hacked off. <laughs> because it's... It's going to be a lot of squawking, and and yet that's okay. That's just the way life is. And uh, I'll do change-up pitches on him too. Um, I I never let him have it the easy way. I want him to have obstacles. I want him to try to figure out what it is, what we got to do um, differently. How do you solve that problem? So it's more than just something you put in your mouth for cooking. It's all the best parts of all the therapies you've been integrating all these years for your kids. And it fits into academics eventually, right? We have measurements. You have um, uh, uh, fine motor control. Let your teachers know. Practice this stuff over the summer. Put it in your art. Say, hey, we're working on our fine motor and our bilateral and our executive functioning and our um, project management and our collaboration skills. Anyway, not that you need more ideas. So... Peace be with us all. Have a blast. Keep cooking. Talk to you again very soon. Okay. Bye-bye.